1: Sports Radio
2: 101.9 FM.
3: The Fan. WFAF. Oh yeah, I needed my Yankee beat. I know the Yankees aren't playing, but that's a win. Keith McPherson on the fan. You already know. We're going to talk MLB postseason tonight. Of course I'm going to speak on Evan Neal tonight. We'll turn the page to week five tonight. The Jets face the Broncos in Denver. The G-Men have to go down to hot Florida. Miami Heat. The Miami Dolphins. I know. What else we got on deck? Three guests lined up for tonight. Speaking of turning the page, we got to turn the page to the next seasons that are on the way. It's the most wonderful time. October, the sports equinox. Basketball's coming. Hockey's coming. So tonight, at 8 o'clock, Fred Katz will join me to talk about your New York Knicks. At 9, Megan Triplett will join me to talk about your Brooklyn Nets and the Liberty. And then sometime after the devils and Rangers face off again in the preseason, Matt Lachlan will join me to talk some puck. I'm a little congested, but I'm not sick. I don't have the Evan Roberts cough. <coughs> Evan, Evan, you were better today. Evan. I, I felt like Evan was better today. And I specifically watched S Y to see Evan cough. Once he turned his mic off. So yeah, I think Evan cured that up. I was going to say, Evan might need a week off to cure that up, but they can't do that because then we'd be forced to listen to Sean Morash with Tiki. Ah, oh, let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> Connor Green behind the glass tonight. We're going to talk Jets. And uh, I'll start there because I think the Jets fans circled this game a few weeks ago when Sean Payton called out Nathaniel Hackett and Aaron Rodgers went out there and said a lot. And Aaron Rodgers is still out there saying a lot. Miss me with all the Jedi mind tricks. Oh, yeah, I'm not attacking this rehab. We don't care, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you know, I could return. You're not going to return to anything. There will be nothing worth returning to. Stop with all the Jedi mind tricks to make the team rally. They get paid. They're grown men. They're NFL players. They got to have some pride. They got to go into mile high in the altitude and beat Sean Payton, who called out Nathaniel Hackett this week. Now, the Denver Broncos are excited about this game. Why? They've got these white helmets that they're debuting, these alternate uniforms, and they put out a little promo video. Go look that up, a little hype video. Uh, They're just coming off of a win, their only win, coming back to beat the Bears 31-28. So now they're feeling themselves a bit, and they've had Sunday, October 8th, 425. They've had it circled. And we thought it was going to be, oh, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets going in there to blow them out, to shut Sean Payton up. They have different plans. They have different ideas. And now they've seen the best of Zach Wilson on film. So, Nathaniel Hackett, it's on you to game plan and scheme and open up the playbook again. And as far as the Giants go, Evan Neal, it is what it is. Evan Neal is a 23-year-old kid. Evan Neal is from Okeechobee, Florida. Went to IMG Academy in Alabama. Think about it, folks. This kid's never worked a day in his life. He's a monstrosity. He's 6'8", 340. Never had to flip hot dogs. Well, nobody's ever had to flip a hot dog. You kind of just, you could boil them. You could put them on the grill and flip them, but it's kind of like a type of thing. Like, I think he just was saying that. I, I thought too much about it. Because people do flip hot dogs for like 5 to $10 on the streets in New York. I don't know, people come to New York and want a dirty water hot dog. I was thinking too far into it, but what I really thought about was this guy is young, he's frustrated, he's not from around here, and he doesn't get it yet. Wondering why the fans were booing, bro. Look at the scoreboard, look at the record, look at you getting blown by by a defensive end. You can't block anybody, you can't stop anybody. Play better and. When will these athletes learn you can't go against the fans? So, Giants fans, you got five hours. I will take any call from a Giants fan with something to say to Evan Neal because this is a platform where they can hear you. It'll get back to them. And uh, social media, more and more I'm seeing social media really have an, an effect on these players, which I don't get. But I do get it, right? You know, even here at WFA, and every host we get hated on. We got to read comments. We got to re- read replies, people talking about us that don't know us. But you got to be able to block that out, especially if you're making, what's he making? Millions to play for the Giants. Four years, $24 million contract with a $15 million signing bonus. Average salary over $6 million. Total guaranteed over $24 million. You can't relate to us. Just last night I was talking about all the odd jobs I worked from being a janitor to driving Lyft, Uber, to standing at the front of a restaurant with no restaurant experience and filling up ketchup, uh, little ketchup cups and seating people and handing out menus. You can't relate to that. And here is a place where there are millions and millions of people fighting to survive that will work any job to survive. It's survival of the fittest out here. And everybody isn't as fit as we thought you were. You know, you got drafted so high, we thought you were a monster. We thought you were a beast. The learning curve has hit you. This ain't Alabama, where Roll Tide and All those fans down there, they've got undying support for you. Where at Alabama, you didn't have to work at all. The boosters were leaving envelopes in your locker after the game. So that's just a guy that's out of touch, frustrated. He isn't playing well, and he hasn't learned yet. But I bet you he's learning right now. And I know that when you call tonight to express your frustrations around what he said, it'll get back to the Giants. It'll get back to him. And Brian Dable, there you go. Coach your guys up. That's your mans. Go talk to your boy that you drafted, Joe Shane. Let them know it's not going to fly. It didn't work for anybody in the past in New York. It's not going to work now. Play better. Win. We want results. We want a team that can at least make us feel good and represent us, the hardworking people in New York that grind every day, that are back to work since after Labor Day and go to work every single day and night and grind and try to win for themselves and their families. These bum teams don't rep us. They don't represent us the right way. So that's my little piece on on Neal. He's a kid. He's 23 years old. He's got no life experience. And he's a, a millionaire that fast. He's a millionaire at 22. And he probably was a couple hundred thousandaire at Alabama. <laughs> Before the NIL deals really kicked in, so that's just a frustrated guy that doesn't even know what he's talking about flipping hot dogs. I guess if you flip a hot dog and turn it into five ten dollars on the street, yeah. But you don't flip it with the spatula; you, it rolls. You can flip a burger, a Krabby Patty. It's a different type of thing, but like you're not you're not above anybody, bro, because you play in the NFL because you were drafted high because you were born a, a monster six eight six eight, three forty, like. Don't look down on us because we look up to you guys. We show up to pay for parking, to pay for tickets, to pay for NFL ticket, NFL plus, jerseys, hats, everything. And you've let the fans down. So 877-337-6666, tonight's a night where you can rag on Evan Neal. Because it was one thing for us to just say, you're not good, you're not blocking. Now you ran your mouth, you're going to hear it from everyone. And speaking of running your mouth... (laughs) Brandon Lau, Ooh, The enemy of my enemy is my friend. I was sitting in our uh, little cafeteria area, lunchroom area, watching uh, just you know some postseason baseball, and man, I got a kick out of seeing the Tampa Bay Rays be eliminated with no one there to support them. They play two games, and there's goofies on my Twitter at Keith McPherson, Keith underscore McPherson on Twitter, the Elon Musk machine, aka X. There's goofies on my Twitter saying, oh, they played two more games in the Yankees. Yeah, two more games that they lost. They got swept b at home with no fans there. They had the lowest attendance for a postseason game since 1919. Ni- 1919? Yeah, they had 19,000 and some change there to see them. You can't pay people in St. Petersburg, Tampa area to go see them. I'm glad they're out of the postseason. Can we play what Brandon Lau had to say the last time the Yankees went down to the trop to face them? This guy, I just I just love how what goes around comes around so fast. It's October 4th. You're at the crib. You're done. And you had so much to say after the Yankees were pretty much eliminated, but we're looking for a spark. And there's obviously been beef and a rivalry with Tampa since CeCe said, that's for you. And I know we could say the B word on the fam, but I just don't say it. I got kids listening. So let's roll what Brandon Lau had to say at the end of that series against the Yankees a few weeks ago when their season's already over
0: we got to talk about the end there. It did get a little bit of chippy, obviously. We saw the dugouts clear a couple times after Randy was hit by the pitch. Not the only hit by the pitch today or this season series. You guys have been hit 12 times. Did it feel like that was going to boil over and a little bit understandable?
1: Obviously, tempers flare. Um, the, The history that we do have with the Yankees, everything that's kind of come through, obviously probably does play a part in it, but... Looking at it, it's a, it's a last place team against a team that's in contention. You know, there's trying to ignite something over there, whatever. Uh, not worth our time at this moment. You know, we're, we're focused on bigger things right now than worrying about a, a little on-field scuffle. You know, we need each game. They're, they're not really in each game.
3: <laughs> yeah, that was uh, August 26th. And now you're out of contention. And your fans aren't worried about you. They didn't show up to support you. Bye-bye. Next up. Let me check the scores because they were only a few outs away. Our old pals in Minnesota, Minnesota nice. You know, they always cooperate. If they were facing the Yankees, they wouldn't be winning. You know this. They they went on an 0-18 postseason skid, but they won yesterday. And now, in the middle of the eighth inning, the Minnesota Twins are up 2-0 on the fraudulent Toronto Blue Jays. (laughs) The Blue Jays. These guys could not win their final homestand. They could not beat the Rays, who just got eliminated, or the Yankees in Toronto, the final homestand. That's all you needed to know. If you guys are betting on these games, that's all you needed to know. They limped into the postseason. And right now, going to the bottom of the eighth, the Minnesota Twins lead 2-0. Come on, Twins. Former Yankee, Sonny Gray, get it done. Former Yankee, Nate Valdi, got it done. We'll talk about you know, all the former Yankees and some Mets that we're watching in the postseason, who you're rooting for, who you're hating on. And uh, I'll be on till 12, so I'll keep an eye on all the games. And as the show goes on, you watch the games, throw me on in the background, and I'll have commentary on what I see in here. So the D-backs and Brewers just got started. I know Mets fans got to be interested in that. If the D-backs knock off the Brewers, Craig Council might be hired as the next Mets manager in a week. And then also, the Mets fans got to be interested in the Marlins Phillies game coming up at 8 o'clock. So 877 337 6666. If any Yankee fans want to just live in the fact that there's two AL East teams that are potentially going to be bounced, swept in the first round of the wild card, they ain't no better than us. We had injuries. We had a lot of dumb stuff like, I don't know, stupid lineups, changing the lineup every day, pulling starters early, going to the same guys in the bullpen that you know are going to give it up. Yeah, Aaron Boone's coming right back. Brian Cashman's coming right back. They're not changing anything, so don't be fooled. I did the whole talk about the the fake audit and what actually is going down last night, but we can do that again, Yankee fans, if we must. I'm just saying, don't expect to get your Christmas list of players this offseason because it's not happening. Brian Cashman will cut corners, as he's been doing for years, and uh, he'll blame things like the budget or how much money they had to spend on John Carlos Stanton, Garrett Cole, and uh, Aaron Judge. That's your fault. But anyway, we will bring in the New York Knicks conversation, the uh, Villanova Knicks, the Villanueva Knicks, Nueva York. I got to come up with a name for the Villanova Wildcat New York Knicks. I think somebody already has. We will obviously speak on the Brooklyn Nets, Mikael Bridges from Villanova, that's not with the Knicks, but is going to lead the way for your Brooklyn Nets. Is Ben Simmons going to return to any kind of NBA form? Not all-star form. I don't want to hear it. But I did see Ben Simmons hit 10 out of 10 free throws in front of the media today. There's video evidence online. So Megan Triplett from the Yes Network will join me to talk about the Nets. And we got to talk about the Liberty As much as we are in our misery with these New York teams and saying, oh, I can't believe the baseball season went this way and the football season's already cooked, you may not watch WNBA. I don't either. But that doesn't mean we can't rally around these young women that are in the middle of the playoffs right now. That could bring it home. They are a super team. They did win the uh, midseason WNBA Cup. You'll see the NBA Cup in a few months. But they did win that one. And uh they're in a series right now, or they're gonna start a series right now against the Aces. Coming up, man, that's it. So they beat the Connecticut Sun. I don't know if you guys have ever gone up to Mohegan Sun. It's amazing. Myself, BT, and Gio went up there for a fan duel event with WFAN. It was sick. But now, after beating the Sun 3-1, Sunday, they face off against the Aces. And the Las Vegas Aces won it last year, and they had a nice parade and celebration. And I think that could be in our future. I'll see you at the parade. If the Liberty get it done, I'm going to pretend like I was watching the whole time. Megan Triplett will fill us in tonight. And then I know there's a bunch of Rangers fans and Devils fans that are ready for these teams to get back on the ice. They were playoff teams last year. Obviously, the Devils knocked off the Rangers, and then the Devils went and got knocked off by the Hurricanes, but they were close. My Devils did what I want the Yankees to do, get close to the championship, fall short, but then in the offseason, stack the deck. How many times did you hear me say that about the Yankees? Why don't don't you stack the deck? If you were that close, Brian Cashman saying you were four games away from the World Series, why didn't you stack the deck instead of just going to get Carlos Rodon? Womp, womp. Well, the Devils did stack the deck, and I think they're going to be one of the best teams in hockey. They have a great style of play. I'm excited for the opener next Thursday. I'll see you at The Rock if you're going over there. And Matt Lachlan will join me after we see the uh, Devils-Rangers preseason game. The Devils beat the Rangers in the preseason last week. They're running it back. And we'll talk a little puck, a little hockey tonight. Other than that, I'm taking your calls. I'm mixing in some stories. Whatever I see on the internet, whatever's popping up, Uh, we'll definitely talk basketball. Another shout-out to Fred Katz from The Athletic covering the Knicks. We'll talk Knicks. We'll talk Nets. We'll talk Liberty. We'll talk devils rangers and just try to bring in some other sports conversation it can't just be zach wilson daniel jones all day every day but we will obviously hit on them this is keith mcpherson your nighttime host this show is called km to am it's a five-hour sports talk show you can be on the show call 877-337-6666 right now before i get to my first guest at eight we got to take a break and we'll be right back after this Oh, yeah, now we're rocking that nighttime vibe on the fan. It's a little different. A five-hour KM to AM, bless it. Let's do it. Here we go. 877-337-6666. I want to talk to all the fans that call the fan. We've got a full rack of calls, and you already know what we're going to talk about. Let's get into it right now. Rob is up in the BX where the Yankees play. What's up, Rob? You're on the fan.
4: Hey, good evening, KM. Um, First-time caller. Ding, ding, and, uh, ding! Very, Thank you. A, 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 a
3: big, Welcome. A, a,
4: a very uh, big fan, big fan. Thank you. Um, so, so I'm just gonna two points real quick. Uh, I'm not that old. I'm 47, retired Marine, retired law enforcement from the city. Um, Thank so you for I your just service. want to talk about it. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I just want to talk about accountability. I'm all about accountability, right? So I wanted to call earlier in the other segment with Luigi. And he was talking about, um, hey, uh, if you're, and I'm going to criticize Evan, Evan Riley. He he definitely was wrong. But, um, he says that when you're great, when you're a great player, you're going to be praised. And when you're horrible, you're going to stink. They're going to, they're going to criticize you. That, that's, that's completely perfect. Nothing wrong with that. Fans will always do that. However, I I don't, I don't consider you guys fans. You guys are fans, but you guys are, you guys, you you guys are fans, but I don't, I don't consider sports, sports writers, sports casters as fans. Because you guys will push out narratives narrative that the fan will not have.
3: So well, you guys is, have this a lot is the of fan. power we're, we're, defi- we're definitely fans. We're more fans than journalists or reporters. That's why I have journalists and reporters well, join well, me on the well, show. Well, I'm, a, I'm a fan. I'm barely a radio host. I've been at this for two years.
4: No, no, and, and I understand that. But when you grab that microphone, you, you have your own agenda. You have your, your own agenda also. Because I could call you and say, hey, Mark Sanchez is the greatest quarterback that the Jets have. And, and and that's my perception. That's my belief. And you're like, no, you're wrong. But I'm a fan, and that's what I want to say. But what what I wanted to say about accountability, right? So so where so all right. So he's criticizing Evan Riley, uh, Evan Riley for his comments. So what about criticizing sports Evan Neal? Sorry, yes. Yeah. I got Apologies. you. But uh, but what about what about accountability when when sports writers great players that they criticize? Like for example. I, I'm a Yankee fan, so I, I got to go to the Clemente Day over at Pittsburgh. Um, Roberto Clemente—he was criticized by sports writers and sportscasters for a long time. And don't tell me it was a different time back then, because I'm about to say, "What about Trevor Bauer?" You, you, you know, everybody yeah, so you're, you're, so him. So, what you're trying to get right. at
3: is who holds the writers accountable that use their pen exactly. to criticize all the time? Exactly. That's what they—that's what they do. Honestly, that's that's what their job is. They—that's how they come up with their stories. Uh, right or wrong, uh, I think at least now we have social media to get at some of these guys. Like I know in baseball, when okay, you know somebody there's one guy that doesn't vote for Derek Jeter. He's not a unanimous Hall of Famer. We don't even know who that guy is, but we all were able to speak on him, and he felt that. Um, I don't know. I, I really look at the writers and the reporters, the journalists. Like that's that's their job. They are prying. They are answering questions or they're asking questions. Uh, they don't really have to answer to anybody because they have the power of the pen. They can write whatever story they want. Um, and they can be critical of these players because these players make millions of dollars. Thanks for the call, Rob. I wasn't sure where we were going there. Um, I'll say this like it it doesn't it doesn't work both ways. It's not a two way street. Like the players can never give it back to the fans or the media. It doesn't work ever. We're not in your position to whom much is given much is expected. You know that phrase? You know what that means, right? With great power comes great responsibility. You were drafted in the top 10. You were signed you signed a 15 million dollar bonus. You have millions of dollars coming your way that the fans generate for you. These fans have been fans of the Giants Way before they ever heard of you, you're 23 years old. There are living Gi- Giants fans that have been rooting for the Giants twice the time you've been alive. <laughs> they will still be fans of the Giants when you either get traded or benched or fail. So it's it's not a two way street. There's no way to flip this. And when we talk about accountability, like writers and reporters and journalists, they don't have to be accountability. They don't have to be accountable for their criticism because they, they're critics. That's exactly what they do. Richie is in Queens. Richie, you're on the fan. Hey, Keith. How are you? I'm good. I'm waiting for these last... Uh, there it is. There's the last yeah, the out. Straight the straight Twins straight win. Minnesota. Let's go, yeah, man. Yeah. I feel like... Start spreading the news. <laughs> the well, Blue Jays are eliminated. You. That's two AL East teams down. It just makes me feel good because this was one of the worst Yankee years of my life, if not the worst.
5: Now, you know what? When I was your age, okay... I felt that way though. Let me touch on that. Giants didn't get in. I thought they were, they, it was the worst collapse they've had in 40 years. They were 12 games over 500. You know, I'm a nope, Giant.
3: fired their manager. And,
5: and yeah, fired Kaplan. And I looked at it and said, Are we better than Miami? Are we better than Diamondbacks? You know what? We don't deserve to be there. I mean, am I, I guess if the Diamondbacks lose, the fact is we did not make the playoffs. The Yankees are in the same boat. You could look at the Yankees because I always say, hey, if you just get there, anything can happen. The key is to get there. And all of a sudden, guys and the mediocre players that I've watched for 60 years become real big in the playoffs. So, you know, you're in the kind of the same boat I am. Um, you know, Giants were out of it. They were in it until I like 10 games to go. But I don't know. Do I, take, do I take a lot of happiness out of the fact that the team that beat us loses, I guess, a little bit? But I also feel we didn't deserve to be there. They didn't That's beat us. It, but, uh, the Yankees beat you know, Toronto they,
3: in the season series. I, I, I hate all the teams except the Yankees, to be honest with you. I've grown to, like, watch the Mets and, like, have an eye for the Mets. But I hate all the other teams. I'm a Yankee fan. I want everybody to lose but the Yankees, especially my, I mean, my Yankee, division. Especially my, my division because I see them you too You know much. what
5: I got a kick out of? I got to kick at Guerrero getting all picked off second base. I just have yeah. no I, – I dislike he, him. I dislike I like, his I whole dislike manner. I dislike him, too,
3: because he, he talks so much. He's a guy yeah. that went out of his way. They say, oh, who's your favorite team to, to play against? Oh, the Yankees. I love beating the Yankees. I would never sign with the Yankees. We don't want you. You would never play here. You understand no, that? you know, and I – Go home and now. You're done. You're eliminated.
5: And he had a mediocre year. I mean, for a guy that was a 50 or 45
3: 45- yeah, he won, he won the run home run throw. derby in, in Seattle. I saw him do that. That's all he has this and, year. And that Hold was that trophy up. Him. It took him five tries to get that done.
5: I agree. Now, here, you know what? You touched on a lot of things, and I, I can go forever with you because you you really are terrific. You got great insight. Um, the Neil thing, you know, I called JR last week, two weekends ago, and I said the, two things to him. I said it was a must game for the Jets to beat the Patriots, and I thought it was a must game for the Giants to beat Seattle. He said, Rich, you know, I love your opinion on it, but it might be early. I said, it really isn't early. You look at teams that are like on a bubble, and both of those kind of are. And with the Jets not having Rodgers, Patriots home, then you see what they had with KC, okay? Now you're 1-3. And, and the Giants now, 1-3. And, and now we've got Buffalo, we've got Miami. So there are games, especially in the 16-game season, where they're must games. And as far as Neil, because I didn't know about it until I heard what you said and what he said. You know, he will be kind of hidden because he's an offensive lineman. It's one thing when you're a baseball player and you get up to bat, you're going to get booed like Altuve or whoever it may be. So you got to be, you know, you kind of be, you're not a highlight where you're going to be exposed that much during the game. Those yeah, comments we, be, we boo so,
3: Altuve because he cheated. The Astros fans don't don't boo Altuve. That, no, that's a little different. The thing with Evan Neal is he's 23 years old. He's young. He does not realize you're you're doing an interview. You're talking to the media. We're all going to get that, and and that's going to get us even more fired up because you're losing. You're not playing well. You're getting blown out, and you're part of the problem. So you you can't give it back. It doesn't work like that. The only way to resolve the issue is to win and to play better. There is no avenue of oh, I'm going to stick it to them in this article. No, now you look dumb.
5: Absolutely. You know, and the thing, too, Keith, is the fact that you know, when we looked at the season with the, what the Mets went through, the Yankees not being there, and then you say, okay, we've got Rogers, he's gone. We got the Giants, we we got the, you know Danny Jones, we got him on a big contract. We have Bucky, we improved our defense. So it looks like, wow, where are we going at this point? But you know, it was such a bad look with Dable throwing the clipboard, and I know he gets excitable, excited or whatever. But and I know that he was under duress, but obviously it was all on him on the five yard line to throw that interception. You know, football's funny. Sports are funny. Could they all of a sudden get Smiths back at center, Thomas back, maybe Barkley back, and maybe beat Miami? The only question I have is: Dibodeau no. and the defense have got to put pressure. And I'm not. Now they bench Hawkins, Banks. They play. Shoot... They play very deep at quarterback. How do they stop Waddle? How do they stop Tariq Kill? So yeah, it's a... some. Raheem Moster, Games
3: are early. Devon A. So. Chan. To a tongue of Viola. It's, it's gonna be a long day. Thanks for the call, Richie. 877 337 6666 You know what? I was I was listening to my guy Big Mac last night, and him and I are uh similar in the fact that like a couple weeks ago I, I said on air and I put online that watching other teams pop champagne, it pissed me off. You know, and uh Big Mac Big Mac got on after me last night. And he he said how his wife asked him, like, what happened to the Yankee champagne thing? Like them popping champagne, like. And and it pissed him off that his wife asked him that because it's like, we're not getting that this year. And he said, I love watching my guys pop champagne and pour beers all over each other. And we don't have that. But I'm sitting here watching the Minnesota Twins advance at Target Field in front of their fans. They win game one, game two, they get it done. And they haven't had this. They haven't had this in so long. I I love the game of baseball. I love going to different ballparks. I love seeing, I've been to Target Field. I've been to the All-Star Game at, target field i i've i've been around the minnesota nice fan base i'm happy for them man i'm happy for them carlos correa was supposed to be a met womp 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 carlos correa goes back to minnesota they figured it out this year this year the minnesota twins actually beat the yankees in the season series for the first time since i don't know the kirby Puckett days i i'm enjoying watching their team celebrate and their fans showing up To celebrate with them, they're advancing, they're moving on. I'm not hating on that at all. The only teams I'm hating on are the teams from our division. Now, I need the Rangers to go knock off the uh, Baltimore Orioles. Am I correct with that? Is that who they face next? I got to make sure I'm on that with the bracket and whatnot. Yes, Rangers, Orioles, ALDS, Game 1, Saturday, October 7th at 1 o'clock. Get me there. Get me right there. All right, let's switch it up a little bit. Uh, we're obviously talking to Evan Neal, Giants. There, uh, like I don't, I don't care what happens with the injuries. I've already been on record saying, hey, these next two games, they're not division games. They're not even conference games. If you need to take these two games to rest Saquon Barkley so that he's 110 percent, do it. If you need to take these two games because Andrew Thomas had a setback with his hamstring to get him some stem, to get him some rehab for another two weeks, do it. Do it. The season is cooked. But, like, you're not going to Miami and beating the Dolphins. I don't care if it's any given Sunday. You're not. You're not. You're not. Not after they're coming off of that loss to Buffalo. They're going to be ready to go. They're a better coach team. Their coach is in his second year. Mike McDaniel could have been up there for coach of the year, too. And their quarterback is playing for his money. They've got speed on speed on speed. If you don't want to tackle, it's going to be a long day. They're not beating the Dolphins. And then the Buffalo Bills, nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills beat the brakes off the Dolphins. I can't believe the Jets beat the Bills. (laughs) And the Bills can't believe it. I told you that was a Josh Allen disaster class. And the Jets fans were drunk off of that week one win. It meant nothing. It was preseason. They got got. As soon as Aaron Rodgers went down, the Bills took their foot off the gas. They relaxed. No way we lose this one. Xavier Gibson walk-off, call game on a punt return. But that's in the past. What I'm saying is I don't believe that the Giants are going on the road to Miami. That's a far trip. And then all the way to uh, western New York and getting wins. So if you got to get healthy here, get healthy. Play some guys, throw Justin Pugh in there, uh, get some other guys in there. I don't know. If you want to punish Evan Neal by putting him in there, he should definitely be in there. And uh try and get right, try and get healthy for your division games, for your conference games coming up against the commanders and the rivalry in your own stadium, Jets versus Giants. That's your Super Bowl now. 877, 337, a six of six, and two more sixes. Call now because Fred Katz is joining us at eight. Maybe you can get on before that. Keith McPherson on the fan, right back after this. Yeah! New York! I'm so mad. Like, I I knew that the Rays and Blue Jays were frauds. Speaking of getting money, I should have bet it. But I've been taking a bath betting on the NFL, so I stayed away from betting the postseason, but I knew it was a lock. I should have bet them both to be swept. KM to AM, Keith McPherson on the fan. I'm just enjoying the fact that the Toronto Blue Jays The Tampa Bay Rays and the New York Yankees all won the same amount of postseason games. I got a guest coming up in 12 minutes. I'm going to try and get at least two calls in right now. If you're on hold, stay on hold. We do just have to mix in some conversation around the New York Knicks. Fred Katz is nice enough to join us at 8 o'clock. Let's take a couple calls before we do that. Robbie out in Brooklyn. You're on the fan. Hi, Keith. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for calling, Robbie. How are you?
2: Listen, I was going to come to Wayne, New Jersey, on Saturday, but I had water in my basement from all that rain. Oh yeah.
3: Well, if you're coming one all the way from Brooklyn, that's a hike. Two, I have a friend who lives in Brooklyn, and their basement, like their bath, the water was coming out of their toilet from their yeah. their downstairs. So, all good. I appreciate the thought and the support. Oh, I had
2: my '74 jersey. Every I had oh, my you would have you got jersey. to you would have got to get your Nick Mango bring jersey my mango signed. Jersey.
3: Nick yeah, Mangold was, was great. Phil Sims was great. Again, shout out to everyone that came to support us at Dick Sporting Goods and Wayne over the weekend.
2: Yeah. So, you know, I'm a Yankee. I mean, um, well, I'm a Yankee fan, but I'm also a Jets fan. And, you know, I like Zach Wilson. So. What do you mean? What do you mean? what do you mean? What do you mean
3: you that? like Zach Wilson?
2: Elaborate for us. I like Zach us. Wilson. He's you... a fantastic quarterback. Okay. And he showed his two colors. Okay. He went head-to-head against the Chiefs and played a very good game, and he almost pulled it
3: out. Almost doesn't count. But, yes, he did. I I give credit where credit is due. He did flip the narrative. He did show us he could play the position. He did show us he could at least be a quarterback in the NFL. We weren't sure if he could. Yeah. Now, do Um, you feel confident in him adding on that, building on that, and going on the road to Denver and – actually seeing it all the way through and getting a win because he did fumble the game away.
2: I believe that they played the four best teams they're about to play this season. Okay. So now things are going to get a little bit better because they're going to be playing teams that are more in their playing field.
3: You realize the Patriots lost to the Dallas Cowboys the following week, uh, 38-3, and the Philadelphia Eagles who went to the Super Bowl (laughs) are on your schedule coming up right after this Broncos game?
2: Well, I'd say that the Jets are going to destroy the Broncos. I don't even think it's going to be close. <sighs>
3: yeah. Um, really? well, I don't know where that – because they hung with Patrick Mahomes on Taylor Swift night. I, I think we got yeah, to exactly. chill. We got to be more exactly. measured. We got to chill. We, 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 we overhype everything here. We overhype the everything. The best quarterback in football. Went over. To he Zach went down. Wilson. No, he, his his, his Achilles like popped. His his Achilles popped you know? on, on four plays, the best quarterback in football. And I don't even know if he really is the best now. He's goaded from his, his career and his resume. Yeah. Thanks for the call, Robbie. Again, I caution you, and I've been cautioning you guys for months, and I stopped doing it because I didn't want to sound like a hater. I want to see the Jets win. I can get to the stadium in 20 minutes. I'll probably be at that Jets-Giants game. We're working on some tailgate activities. But I'm telling you, don't believe the hype. We, we drank the Kool-Aid for the Mets and the Yankees, and look at how disappointed we were. So Zach Wilson shows you he can throw the back shoulder pass. Zach Wilson shows you that, you know, if they roll the pocket, if they, they open up the playbook, he's not going to absolutely fold. Now we're thinking they're going to go into – like, no, stop. They're not going into Broncos country and just tearing up the Denver Broncos and Sean Payton and Russell Wilson and those guys. Those guys get paid a lot of money too. Do I think they can win? Yes. Do I think it's a must win? Yes. But one game of Zach Wilson showing you he can at least play the position, that can't be enough to make you think that they're going to go roll any team in the NFL. That was a one-off. It was a Chiefs team that was not ready for all of the different tricks that they pulled out of the playbook that none of us had seen. And you give kudos to Zach Wilson for flipping the narrative. You pat the kid on the back. You give credit where credit is due because he could have folded again. That first quarter, it looked like that's where we were heading, and he turned it on. But, dude, again, don't get drunk off of that. They lost the game. He fumbled a snap. Right? We're, we're ready to say, oh, I love Zach Wilson. He's just, everybody was just saying, get him off the team. Sign anyone. They, they signed Trevor, Trevor Simeon, and most people were saying, get him ready for the Denver Broncos game because that's where he used to play. Zach Wilson held off Tim Boyle and Trevor Simeon. That's about it. Tim's in Norwalk, Connecticut. Go for it, Tim. You're on the fan. Hey, how are we
1: doing? Uh, I was going to talk about baseball, but now it's just almost like. We I can do say, both. Er, er, you, you, every, you got everybody, like five minutes. Go for it. Every, every, everybody forgets that you know the Giants lost 40 nothing on Sunday Night Football, but it was all about the Jets on 9-11. I was there. Everyone I, forgets, I didn't forget. Everyone remembers Aaron Rodgers going down. After four snaps. And now, I mean, I feel like the Jets have blanketed and actually took over the big bully in the city right now. Because Saquon Barkley, he's going to go down with a calf injury and he's going to say, sorry, coach, I can't play anymore.
0: When Something he comes like back that. from the
3: ankle. What I'll say is this, yes. And, and this, is ankle, this is another thing another thing that you give credit to Zach Wilson for. The season is still on. I don't know about Rob Sala getting to Absolutely. the podium after the game and saying, hey, if he plays like that, we're going to win a lot of games. I think he was doing too much. But at least the Jets fans feel like, okay, if Zach can do that, we will be able to compete. If Zach looks like he looked against the Patriots, we're done. It's but he not, showed you he I mean, can play a little bit. It, it, you know,
1: he can play a little bit. I mean, he definitely needs to... He needs to be
3: mentored, obviously. I think but, he is. I think Aaron Rodgers being back in the building certainly helped.
1: And obviously, I think he was talking to him.
3: He had he to. He had to. They didn't just bring a, a him around friend. to hang out with Woody in the suite. He he's a football mind, and Rob Sala himself says he's as much of a coach as any of us. So he definitely yeah. had probably some input with Nathaniel Hackett on the game plan. They're running reverses, flea flickers. They're running. He was going. That flea flicker was a mess up, but. Um, but they're, but the, he they're was, still trying to. Instead of just having this kid sit in the pocket like, like a sitting duck, he can't read the defense, he can't make quick decisions. They were they were making it easy for him. Okay, here's a one on one matchup back shoulder throw. He left a lot on the plate. He missed some open he guys. Was throwing but, dimes. And I
1: hate how everyone calls Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes. Zach Wilson was throwing
3: dimes that night. He missed a bunch of guys too. You got any baseball stuff you want well,
1: to have? I know,
3: I know, Garrett Wilson. I know.
1: <laughs> CJ Mosley missed one too, but um, but uh, so anyway, um, so we're I, I know we uh, we uh, stayed away from uh, the Yankees talk.
3: Oh God! Well, we can always it, talk about it, the Yankees here.
1: It's ridiculous. No, because I know you're a diehard Yankee fan. I
3: I died hard already. I can't
1: can't even watch the playoffs right now. I can. I mean, right now.
3: I can. Today was awesome. I
1: love love the 19,000 people that showed up to the Tampa Bay Rays game.
3: Yeah. Yeah, they should move and they that team. they didn't wear
1: the real jerseys. They wore the Devil ray jerseys. Yeah, there were Orioles I mean, fans like, in
3: there. There were Yankee fans in there. Uh, they don't have real fans. They should move that team. But instead, they're going to build them a new ballpark, I think, in the same area. Dumb. Move them to Nashville. Uh, move them to Montreal. Move them to Oakland, for all I care that is not well, a good spot. Well, the way spot.
1: they're doing football right now, I mean, they're doing games in... Vegas. Mo-
3: move Hotspur move, move, Well, Vegas has the, the A's. I don't know. There's going to be some expansion teams. Manfred has the plan. Uh, mm-hmm. St. Petersburg, Tropicana, they need to knock that building down and move that team elsewhere. Speaking
1: of the expansion teams, I heard uh, there were people... Um, <laughs> I heard if you uh, didn't know what football was, and I know this is getting off of the topic of baseball, but if you were a no-name, and you had no idea what any kind of sport was, and you watched the New York football Giants play the other night, that would be looking at an expansion team from (laughs) what they were.
3: Good one, Tim. We got a break here. Fred Katz is on the way from The Athletic covering your New York Knicks. So, Knicks fans, get ready for the season. We're going to talk a little Knicks basketball for the next 10 to 15 minutes. If you're on hold, stay on hold. We'll get to you right after this.